Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is the What Makes This Song Stink podcast. My name is Pat Finnerty, and this is the podcast where we talk about real bad songs, and we break them down, and we try to find out what's at the root of, of how bad they are. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the, uh, the kings of Orange County. Lit. But now, let's talk about um, today's guest, Jordan Morris. He's got a tons. He's, he's, he does it all. He's a writer. He's comedy. You know, he's going to talk about it. But most importantly, he was the one who picked um, Lit and and this song, Miserable, right? Um, so let's listen to it real quick before we get Jordan in here. Oops, that's the wrong one. Sorry. Uh, let me give you the other file. <laughs> <laughs> no, leave that. Leave that. Um, that was awesome. You make me come You make me complete All right, all right You make, make me, me completely, completely miserable, miserable. Here's the thing about Lynn that Jordan doesn't know Is that kind of have a soft spot for the boys For the Pop-Off brothers And I'm talking about Jeremy and AJ Pop-Off Um and this song never really pissed me off all that much, believe it or not. It sucks that they do come complete, completely. That blows. But, like, I'm going to talk about it in, in my conversation with Jordan, but I like the bridge. I'm not afraid. Oh, I'm still in drop D. God damn it. Yeah. Kind of like the, I kind of like the verse. It starts with the major seven beato, where it does like a. I mean, it's it's not it's not good, but it's not like it wouldn't make my own stink list. But Jordan is the guest, and he brought it in, so you're gonna hear us kind of break it down together. And, uh, and uh, it was really cool. And don't worry, uh, we got off topic. I hope everybody enjoys the conversation that uh, I had with Jordan Morris. And uh, let's start it up. What makes this song stink? You know what that means, folks. It's lit day. It's, it's lit day on what makes this song stink. The podcast. Uh, let me introduce today's guest. His name is Jordan Morris. He's got a shitload of podcasts. He's going to tell you about it. He's going to tell me about it. I'm going to ask him about a story that um, he I've, I've already seen him tell. He doesn't know what I'm talking about right now, but I'm going to ask him something um, pretty soon, actually. Pretty much, it's going to be the first thing that I ask him. But first, let's, let's welcome him in. Jordan, thank you for, uh, so much for being on the What Makes the Song Stink podcast. Hi, I was glad to be asked, but I didn't know this was going to be a gotcha interview. That's what it sounds okay. like you're building to. Big time gotcha. What are you going to spring on me? Now, you chose Lit, which is yes. a good choice. Good thank choice. You. And we're going to get to that. But first, um, I was cruising around YouTube last night, as one does. And I typed in, I'm going to be, I'm like, I'm going to be talking to this guy. I want to see what he's really about. Yeah. And, the and first that's where you're going to find the answer is on absolute. YouTube. That's where all you're right. going to find my essence. Yeah. Because we don't know each other at all. Right. So we don't. never didn't, didn't have you. You didn't have me. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk to this guy. 
um looking forward to it uh go on youtube check them out uh see all the podcast stuff all that um and uh first first thing that i've i've heard you do which was near and dear to my heart is that you told a story about going to burning man <laughs> right so uh, that so that's the first thing that comes up when you search me on youtube Yep, that's what. Oh that's, my gosh! Man, sorry, Jordan. Okay, making a note to myself. Uh, learn how to get YouTube video taken down. Yep. Uh, anyway, but I'll do that after the podcast. Yeah. So that is, gosh, I think that was recorded at Side One Dummy. That was part of a like a Side One Dummy, the record company. There, okay. they had some sort of storytelling. Yeah, what night year that they was did. That? Boy, this has got to be – well, what year did I go to Burning Man? Uh, this has got to be like 20, 2014, maybe, 2013. I kind of feel like that was the storytelling year. Yeah. Like, it was just like everybody was telling stories. You got to. Like 2012 to 2015, it wasn't comedy. It wasn't – No. It was, it was real stories. Real, man. Like Real, raw. There. Yeah, raw. It was mothcore, they called it. The mothcore. <laughs> was the style yeah. at the time so yeah this is a story and, and i can i can summarize it now maybe you'll see why i'm i'm a little embarrassed this was your introduction to me well just let me tell you this anybody yeah. who's listening to this podcast is going to be very interested in any uh person that's associated with this podcast going to a burning man because i've always wanted to do it like, oh interesting I, yeah but you haven't I, but you've I, never done it in your experience, I wanted to do it like because you set it up that you were going through this life change and I'll talk about it. But I mean, you were going through a life change right. and you don't have to get into that if you don't want to. But you were like, what can I try new? Right. Like I've gone to see fish. I don't like fish, but I've gone. Wow. Just because I, I respect that. I respect that. I have this ethos, okay. too. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So you went to Burning Man as a you know civilian. Right. Basically. Right. Yeah. So, it's not my it is not my like subculture necessarily it's something i've kind of been on the peripheral of i went to kind of a a hippie college so i kind of you know i kind of danced in and out of that world of uh you know barefoot drum circle hacky sack types um but it is maybe not not my day-to-day lifestyle uh but yeah i got a i got a like surprise free ticket to burning man and just kind of decided to say yes to life so so, I mean, would you as a, like, I'm not a hater on Burning Man. It's just like, who's going to Burning Man? And you right. have these ideas. Out of 10 Burning Men, how many Burning Men <laughs> if you give Burning Man? I I really, really had a blast. I don't, uh, again, and it's not something I've, I've, I've adopted as a lifestyle, but as, just as an experience, as fun, as, like, you know, a story generator for my life. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go nine men, nine burning men. Well, you heard it here, folks. Jordan Morris is giving you nine out of 10. That's pretty good. I, I hope to do it before I drop dead. Now, we're going to talk more about what you do. But first, um, let's ask a question. Uh, do you think AJ I should or say, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll maybe before we before we leave this, I'll, I'll, I'll just add one little nugget is that story on YouTube includes a bit about my taint getting washed at a taint wash station which is something they have at burning man anyway note to self learn how to get youtube video taken down (laughs) i don't think you can yeah it's just up there forever yeah but if you figure it out let me know 
Okay. Um, I just so, have to make a YouTube video that's more popular than that now. I guess I just have to like eclipse that one in popularity and maybe that it's, one. Anyway, it's, it's tough, man. I got, I, I've got some tips for you if you need it, you Thank know, you. to start making videos about a guy named Rick Beato. It might work out for you. <laughs> that um, sounds, that sounds so specific. I have to believe that it's, that yeah. it would work. Now I would, I, my segue into today's song would yes. be, you know, it's, I wouldn't know that you necessarily see you walking down the street that you got your tent washed at a Burning Man. But um, I, if I saw AJ or Jeremy Popoff walking down the street, I might just assume that, yes, these men have had their tent washed while drinking a Miller Lite <laughs> mm-hmm. at Burning Man at mm-hmm. some point in their life. So, you know, we ask people that are coming on the show, what's the song that you would like to talk about? What's the song that's always kind of pissed you off? Or uh, that just gets makes you have a physical reaction, and uh, you chose "Miserable" by the band Lit, which I believe is I the second single from their uh, big album. I think it followed "My Own Worst Enemy." Um, so uh, let's listen to it for a second, Adam. Will you pop it on just to make sure everybody's familiar? You make me come. See what they're doing there? Mm-hmm. You make me completely miserable. Oh! Makes you laugh and then it makes you think. Stuck yeah. to a chair. Watch it. So let me give you yeah. my, my first thoughts on this song. Um, it does the move. You know, and it's a move that, like, it makes me like I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. Oof. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. that's offline. But, like, mm-hmm. doing the come into complete, into completely. No, actually, I think I like the come into complete more than soul soldier. I don't know why soul soldiers always piss me off with the killers, but they are that's from bad. Las Vegas. So, I mean, I, that might factor in. But, um. You know what? It, what first attracted you to uh, not liking this? Song, not liking this. Song, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I all I am with you. Uh, come to complete to completely miserable sucks. Um, and if you look at the the YouTube comments for this song, it's mm-hmm. every other comment is someone going. I mean, okay, so like every, most comments are like. Oh, bro, I remember this song from back in the day. It makes me want to yeah. chill with my friends. So it's just people being yeah. nostalgic for it. But then every other comment is like, um, you know, it's really brilliant that in the chorus they describe the three phases of a relationship. And yeah. no one has looked at the comments enough to realize that a million other people are making this observation. That's always something that drives me up a wall is when someone says something obvious, like they just thought of it. It's the die hard as a Christmas movie guy, you know, it's like, you know, die hard as a Christmas movie. Yeah, we know that's like been a thing for 20 years, but that guy will say that to you. Like he just thought of it. And that, (laughs) that, that, that element is in play here with this song of like, you know, I get, I get what Lit is doing here, and yeah, and it's like obviously you have this like come thing that you know is appealing to sixteen year olds, but then they hit you with the other shit, and they're like, it's not just about coming; it's about the cycles we're all trapped in, man. I don't know, so that no, sucks. That's, 
That's absolutely it. Um, I, but but think about what it meant for them. Think about right. Jeremy Popoff, mm. AJ Popoff, lead singer, <laughs> brought it to his brother Jeremy Popoff. Right, he's playing those chords. Right, so you know, hold on, I got I got a strat here, Jordan. Beautiful so like, strat. You know, Jeremy's got beautiful strat. He's got this. AJ Popoff's thinking about it. He's like, I like those chords. Mm. What can I? I got to bring something big for this one, right? starts with it yeah it's like like that okay and then he just does it you make me come pop off jeremy likes it already he's like yeah dude you make me come so he's like jeremy pop off's got his miller light braided uh goatee and then he goes you make me complete and then now now jeremy pop off's just like whoa what what? I thought what? you were just going to talk about blasting, dude. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Where's this going? Yeah, exactly. This is kind of the moment where it's just like, you know, John and Paul put it together that after like, I read the news today. Oh, boy. <laughs> Paul's like, you know what? I've got this little bit that I've got. Mm. You know, I think we can, you know, maybe. Right. Modulate. Right. Uh, that Lennon McCartney magic that is very similar to that pop off, pop off magic. Here's the thing about the pop-offs, though, Jordan. I'm kind of into them. And uh, Ooh, <laughs> this is a hot take. I'm excited for this. Go, hit me with it. Now, I run a YouTube channel all about shitty songs. And, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, obviously, Lit is not a band that, you know, I'm driving around listening to. But I will say this. Out of all of those bands, when I heard my own worst enemy, I was like, all right. I'm like, I get okay. it. Okay. But there's something about those guys and you know it's they there's so much there's so much terrible things like you know how much they love dice in the mirror and you know yeah. that you know they love a strip joint and they love you know uh having leopard uh you know socks or whatever yeah the the the, the aesthetic in this video their aesthetic is so just like a snapshot of of this this year like it is kind of a post swingers like retro party shirt vibe i think in the video we've got a braided goatee which you mentioned we have creepers we have a drummer wearing a shirt and tie but board shorts yes. so yeah just this kind of like you know yeah a post in a, in a post swingers post swing revival world kind of some of this retro-y stuff getting like folded into punk rock a little bit and yeah just 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 creating a, a truly putrid aesthetic well i love that you said swingers because i feel like swingers was their big lebowski in a way right like, yes swingers was everything like they saw that in it like the light because they were oh, like a shit. fiction kind of like ripoff band oh were they yeah, I don't really know just, anything about their history, um, despite being from their hometown of Orange County, California. Well, you're at the right place, Jordan. So, I mean, you got to remember, like, band, a lot of bands that, like, in the 80s that became, like, the bad grunge bands, like uh, like Candlebox and, and stuff right. like that. They were all, like, hair metal bands that were just like, wait a second. We haven't yeah. made it yet. It's almost like they were more fortunate that they didn't make it as a hair metal band because then they had an act, too, where they could just, like, oh. wait, let's just get some plaid and do that mm -hmm. right so it's just but like bands like like uh you know cinderella and all that shit who already had one hit 
they couldn't switch over, you right. know? So it's like the pop-offs were doing like, this is what I'm saying. The pop-offs, I feel like they come, they're eternally cheesy, but I feel like they come from a place of like, you know, good intention, but you know, like you would hang out with them. But when your other friends came around, you'd just be like, you know, all right, man. You know, it's just right. kind of like that, they're probably that. fun to hang out with. They're probably good guys. They're probably they're they don't seem to have any like scandals on the books. They're probably nice dudes. I think, again, they and I grew up in the same towns so would probably have a lot to talk about. Um, yeah, they're probably good, fun dudes who you'd want to crush some brews with at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Absolutely. Now, thanks for mentioning Buffalo Wild Wings. But Happy to do you, it. So you, you're you're from Orange County. Yes. Big count. Big um, county. Wouldn't expect you to like, you know, but, you know, we, we, we know some people in this world. Yeah. You Have you heard any stories of the pop-offs as, as like, you know? No, not really. Yeah, I, I, so I grew up in, so I went to high school like 1996 to 2000. So like, obviously this song was like coming out of everybody's car radio. And I was very much into the stuff that was like a precursor to this. And I think that's why this song stings a little bit, because I do know that it is very, very similar to stuff that I actually really like. Um, so like my stuff was like in high school was like Green Day Rancid, The Vandals, No Effects, um, yeah. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, Less Than Jake. And I know that this this is all stuff that that a lot of serious music people may perhaps even including yourself uh, regard as very like cheesy and bad. Um, and I think that like. If you were to like be someone who was judging my music taste, you would rope in lit Sugar Ray Smash Mouth. And, you know, me, because I know how complicated and fascinating I am. I'm like, well, no, I don't like that stuff. I don't like I don't like the cheesy corporate version. I like the cool, you know, stuff that came from an authentic punk scene, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so but I, I realized that like this song, which does drive me up a wall. If you're a, you know, if you're a serious music fan of a certain type, you don't see the difference between this and less than Jake or something like that. Something that I actually like and consider good. Well, I mean, I would say let's not throw lid in there with Rancid. No, I don't think so either. I I would not do that. No, I mean, I think Rancid's the real deal. But Absolutely. I mean, I, I, in less than Jake, I mean, there wouldn't be a warp tour without him. Thank you. But like, thank you. Know, you. Thank right? you. LTJ. Sure. I never, <laughs> never got to less than Jake. I never really did no effects. I was more into, you know, Rancid. And, and like, as far as like punk goes, I loved like Rocket from the Crypt. And oh, loved, yeah, sure. Like, great uh, band. But I mean, like, you, the stuff you were naming, there was a clear cut wall between that. Like if it was the run DMC Aerosmith video, like Smash Mouth, Sugar Ray, and Lit are on one side of the run DMC Aerosmith video. And then, you know, Fat Mike is on the other. Thank you. So it's like great analogy. Know, great analogy. <laughs> you know, trying over here. I love it's a it. podcast. Um <laughs> so you know, you have to try, right? You must. Um, so I mean, you saw these people coming in kind of on your uh on your turf. A little and- bit, yeah, yeah. I talk about this a lot on my in my videos where it's just like, you know, 
the world gave us Nirvana and, you know, Sonic Youth and, and, and these bands. And then, it, you know, Kurt took himself out. And then next thing you know, we're left with Gavin Rossdale, Nigel Pulsford from right. Bush. Great. The great, the great analogy. You have to deal with and yeah. just like watered down, just bullshit. Right. Um, so that's where lit is. And it's in a real weird year. Sure, uh, it really is in 2001. I mean, yeah. what does anything mean at that point? Uh, Adam's got a clip from the TRL where Joey McIntyre is interviewing lit before their first tour. They, they sound so pumped. Check it out. Now, a lot of people think I'm, I'm more on the on the teeny bob side, you know what I mean, from my past. Why would they right? think but that? I'm, I'm, I don't understand. I'm, I'm, but, but listen, if you saw me in concert, I'm a little bit rock and roll, so I need... Yeah! I'm, yeah. Listen, though, listen. I need... I need a cred. I need a cred rock band like you guys to give me a shot. I'm not. I'm not putting you on the spot. Just think about it for a little while. Wanna do some shows? Yeah, man. Let's do some shows. We'll do. We'll talk. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll have our people call your people. Okay. Nice. Oh, the people. People call your people. This is so. This. Yeah. Yeah. Adam. So Joey McIntyre. First of all, Joey McIntyre is interviewing Lit in 2000. Think about that. What a and yes. Then, what a 2000 sentence. And then he's trying to like. He's maybe trying to separate himself from new, you know, and KOTB. Sure. And he's just like, you know, I need a cred rock, a cred roll. rock band. So when uh, I think of cred rock bands, of course, Radiohead, <laughs> Sonic um, Youth, <laughs> Lit, Lit, and uh, the Pixies, and that, <laughs> right? But people that don't understand what cred is, and right. that's like a big theme of a video I'm working on right now. Actually, people. You know, we'll we'll say if you like that kind of stuff, if you if you mention bands like just Radiohead, I mean, they're very they're commercially they're huge, yeah. but they are uh, they have cred, mm -hmm. you know, and people that don't understand what cred is are the ones that hate my videos. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but it's a real thing, you know, and I hate using the A word art, but I mean, like there's good art and there's bad art. Right. Yeah. And. I think the pop-offs, here's what I'll say about the pop-offs. I feel like they know they know what bands have cred. They yeah. just don't have it themselves. And, and yeah, and, and there's absolutely something like very – there is something like so fine about that of just like we're not trying to be Fugazi. We're trying to make, you know – rock songs for commercial radio in the late 90s and early 2000s and we're trying yeah. to like yeah and we're trying to yeah do whatever the you know less punk version of the warp tour is like and uh yeah so i mean yeah it is it it, it is hard to stomp on this too hard it because i don't I don't think it is shooting for credibility. I think it is accomplishing what it is setting out to do. Um which is which is fine and 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 commendable in a certain way. Um so yeah, I I I I get it. I feel like I can only I I can only shit so much on this without having to at some point admit that like it's it it it, it is it is succeeding at the thing it is trying to do and in, in a certain way, good for them, right? I've never seen anybody with a lit T-shirt on. No, who like, likes lit? <laughs> Do you know any but, lit fans? There has to be, though. I feel like there are no... There's got to like, be. I do so many videos on, on Train. A train is kind of like the, train, the number. I always yeah. go back to that Monaghan. So it's just like, you know, but I, I say 
that <clears throat> there are no trained fans. They're just the people that don't care about music and that right. are in dentist chairs and going to Ikea. And they're like, what's this song? I like this song. And then someone says, oh, it's Train. And then they put oh. it on a playlist and they, you know, and then like, oh, that band's coming around that does Hey Soul Sister. Yeah. But like there is no fans of that band. They just go because that's what music is to them. Yeah. And there's the people who see one show a year at like an outdoor venue where you can bring a picnic and right. yeah, for them. And yeah, and I think this was probably this probably fell into that zone, too, of like these guys can come and play like a county fair or similar. And yeah. be like, oh, yeah, I know that song. I'm not a particular I'm not a music fan. But yes, I heard it in the mall and I enjoyed it. So then that is a career for them. So, right. So which music honestly, good for them. You know, music. honestly, that sounds pretty fucking cool. And I think that they like they're kind of like. The 2000s Van Halen without any kind of like real substance or anything <laughs> like that. And I, and I know I'm saying Van Halen substance in the same, uh, but I mean like the party guys, they wanted right. to get, the, you know, but here's the thing. I'm not afraid. I actually don't mind that bridge. I okay. Kinda, like, <laughs> and maybe it's because they do the alter, they, they hang on to the 90s where they do this. I talk about bullshit theory every now and then, Jordan, where it's just like, mm -hmm. you know, if anyone gives a shit, but it's just like on this part, which is the most 90s that's Jeremy Popoff playing that band right there. Oh, yeah. that's Oh, that's all Jeremy. That is all yeah. Jeremy. And I kind of fall for it. Now, they're trying yeah. something where they're playing a major seven. Um, yeah. I'm just picturing you in your car in 2000. Mm -hmm. And you're hearing these chords and you can't get away from it. Yeah. Um, so is this a better song or worse song then? Oof. tough sophie's choice that is a so sophie's shit choice there um i think that i like this song a little bit better than my own worst no, enemy okay yeah. i think i like this song a little bit better i th i think i think what i'm gonna do is you know i'm gonna get out there and i'm gonna say that i think if I had to, like, let's let's do five. I get let's play a quick game, Jordan. Okay, oh, I would love to play a quick game. Okay, so I'm going to give you five bands. You got to rank them. Ooh, okay, gonna, great. Okay, I'm going to give you 15 seconds to do it. Wow. All right. Should Again. I be taking? Oh, should I, let me let me let me. Get, I'm going to get a little. I'm going to a little pen and a pad. I'm going to write this down. Okay. Hit me. Five bands. Our boys, the pop offs, lit. Yep. Sugar Ray, aforementioned. Okay. Smash Mouth. Mm-hmm. Cake. And the last one will be let me throw it off a little bit and say Buck Cherry. Uh I can do this pretty easy. Uh one is cake for me. I've got a soft spot, kinda like them. I know it's in this same zone for a lot of people. Um cake's good. Then I'm going smash mouth. I have a kind of a 
uh, soft spot for them as well. Saw them in concert, kind of ironically, with the same vibe. I went to Burning Man, and by the end, I'm like, all right, okay, Smash Mouth, you got me. Huh? You're a fan. I think I, yeah, maybe I am. I yes, I, you know what? I like Smash Mouth. Um, then I'm going Sugar Ray. Then I'm going Lit, and then I'm going Buck Cherry. I I don't I don't think I could sing you a Buck Cherry song. But when you said that, I shivered. Um, mm-hmm. I As if they should. if if they are what I remember them to be, it is the absolute worst version of this aesthetic we're talking about. I think in today's news segment, uh, I was talking about, but yeah, Buck Cherry's in the news today. And by news, <laughs> I go on to Josh Todd, their singers, and I just like talk about whatever he posted recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but our lists are pretty much the same. Yeah, I would, I would love to hear yours. Out. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Cake first out of that list. Yeah, um, me too. Because I love the guitar tone. Um, here's the problem about Cake: you, you get I've been in far too many Cake conversations in my life. Um, the cake people are real serious about cake. Yeah. Um, but I think John McRae, the lead singer, I think the fact that, and I talk, I've talked about this before too. He was, he was bucket hat 1.0. Well, 2.0. Oh, that's right. right. We haven't he talked like about bucket the bucket hat. hat yet. Bucket hat 2.0 was tough. Cause mm-hmm. what there's, there's three versions of there's three times periods of bucket hat. As far as I'm concerned, bucket hat 1.0 would be like Vietnam. Right. You know, like, like that's they're they're wearing bucket hats. Sure. Um, you know, two, Gilligan, I guess. Gilligan's Gilligan. Island. <laughs> yeah. OK. So Gilligan Nam, you know, yeah. right around there. Uh, and then 2.0 is like the late 90s Woodstock 99 bucket right. hats for days. And that's who McRae is kind of getting in with with the mm-hmm. people that went to Woodstock 99. Also get the feeling like he's not the most fun guy at a party, like just kind of walking around. He's. I think his voice makes him sound like an asshole, even though I don't think he has a bad voice. I just think that that puts people off of cake. Right. And then 3.0, we're currently in. I mean, bucket hats are back. Yeah, um, absolutely. And uh, they're we're swimming in them. So um, I like cake the first uh, cake there because the guitar tone rules. Um, two, I would put lit actually. Wow. Okay. All right. Smash mouth. I'm swapping Smash Mouth for lit. That's fair. Um, That's fair. And uh, and third would be Sugar Ray. Uh, fourth, no, fuck McGrath. Third, third, give me, give me a, give me Smash Mouth. I don't know, Steve. Smash Man. Mouth. So Smash Mouth replaced Steve recently. Steve had the meltdown. He needed to go, and I'm happy that he did. Yeah, I mean, we help. hope we hope he gets help. He does not seem like a bad guy. Um, we hope that the fan base you're speaking for the fan base as, as right. a fan as a noted yeah. as an, as as yes as a as a smash head um that's what we smash mouth fans call ourselves which is and also i'm in it um they replaced him and i they <laughs> apple music kind of gets me it, it it the algorithm shot me a new smash mouth recording it is them with the new singer doing never gonna give you up um and you know what you know what I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. It's a good choice for them. The uh, new guy sounds good. Um, Does he sound just like Steve? Does he sound just like the guy? Yeah. Yeah, he sounds like this guy. Could you imagine does- being a replacement for that guy? Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, imagine, like, the guy from Journey that they got, the Philippine uh, right. the Filipino guy. Like, you know, obviously it's like Steve Perry. Yeah, you got to, you know, do that voice. But imagine being the guy that has to do that voice. You just have the, the engineer Perry. going, more gravelly, more phlegmy. Sound drunker. 
Here's the thing, though. I feel like that guy. I think his name is Steven, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Who, I don't know anything about the replacement, actually. Um, yeah, poser. So you yeah. know, <laughs> no, the original guy is Steve. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Something. Yeah. So he, you know, was the one that was getting bread chucked at him and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. Sure. Which is still one of the most amazing things that's ever happened. But like he, he. he they were they weren't putting themselves in favorable positions. They weren't setting themselves up to succeed. You're right. Smash Mouth is not a band that should be playing an all day drinking bread festival. You know, like no. shouldn't shouldn't be doing it. But you know, I feel like why why does he take the brunt of the bread, and the and the bass player from Smash Mouth doesn't. You know right. what I mean? So yeah. now I hope that at least the band gets a little bread thrown at them as well, just to hopefully make the lead singer feel a little bit better that it wasn't just him. You that's, know what I mean? That's really charitable of you. I appreciate you. Well, you're, I mean, it's you're Steve, a great guy. Really? Yeah. I do have a heart for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam frequently tells me to get back to the song. And then I just think about what other thing could I talk about? As <laughs> Adam never heard a podcast before. This is what <laughs> they are. You start talking about one thing and then you just talk about whatever. Adam, <laughs> this is, this is what a podcast is. We're doing one. To- everybody's comfortable yeah um but just to finish my list it would be cake yeah. and then lit and then um smash mouth and then sugar ray um now sugar ray's in the three hole because it kind of like uh uh someone's got me leaving stop me from believing kind of turn right me around yeah. again smash yeah four and then buck cherry of course five. what was so, buck cherry's hit I'll lit up again. Lit my home. Um, and all lit up. Lit. Ring a bell. Oh wow. Okay, so there's a connection yeah, there. So there you go, Adam. You know, <laughs> <laughs> on that man. We're talking about that, it. That's the song. And then, uh, um, crazy bitch, of course. Oh ah. yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, exotic dancers need something. To, that's to, true they, they can't yeah. they can't strip in silence <laughs> no no they can't so we haven't even got to the course of this song really which is the you make me come you make me completely, yeah. you make me completely miserable when it rocks um there is a section of the song that has a little bit of corn leniency to it and that's the solo and adam if you could Oof, find that yeah point, the solo sucks because there's like a tremolo solo which is like a big kind of corn scumbag uh you know new metal kind of yeah kind of move where they put this fast tremolo on Oof. The sound of someone engrossed in a toxic relationship, unable to get their head above water. Yeah. And speaking of it's, it's kind of like uh, this. It's also the sound of the Popoff brothers hearing um, "Swallowed" by Bush for the first time. Like, <laughs> Holy shit, man! We got to do that. Fuck Jane's addiction, man. This is where we got to go. Yeah, you know. Um, let's talk about let's talk about swallowed for a second. I I don't just bring up swallowed and not sing a little bit of swallowed. Do you remember swallowed? Maybe I'll get. Maybe I will when you start. Feed me up with a and then the swallowed, swallowed. Have about everything in your not 
dodge swallow? Maybe I did. I mean, it, I, it, it, if I dodge that particular song, I've heard enough Bush songs that sound exactly like that, and uh, they all suck. So let's take a break. Let's take a break. I love, I love commercials. Let's take one. So we're back with Jordan here on the What Makes This Song Stink podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, do appreciate it. Um, Jordan, let's, let's, let's do an in episode while we're still talking about lit plug for something that you're doing right now. What do you want people to check out? Uh, I do a, uh, I do a chat podcast called, uh, Jordan, Jesse go. And, uh, yeah, it's just a couple uh, 90, 90 ish minutes of uh, fun bullshit every week. I do it with my co-host Jesse Thorne. We have a lot of cool guests, uh, occasionally from the world of music. We had Damien from fucked up recently and he, uh, was a delightful, uh, weirdo, but also some of your favorite comics, writers, etc. Jordan, Jesse, go. It's wherever you get your podcasts. That's a great plug right there, Jordan. So let's talk about the video here for a yes, second. Yes, so let's do it. 2001 Pamela Anderson, who's still kind of holding on to the looks. She's got the looks, right? Looks great. Looks great in the video. Looks great. Jenny McCarthy's on the scene, probably putting her, you know, she's sure. probably like, uh-oh. She's feeling this? the press, feeling the press from yeah. McCarthy. Right, she is the McCarthy Press. Yeah, um, <laughs> so, McCarthy Park. So she is feeling the press and is saying to herself, "You know what? I got to stay relevant here. I'm not. I don't even know if she's with Kid Rock again at this point. But if she is, Kid Rock's right. definitely going to say, no, this song's badass. You got to be in this video. I would yeah. Imagine. Um, because for Kid Rock, I mean, the come completely miserable. That's that's basically blowing in the wind for him, right? He's I mean, the, yes, this is yes. No one's mind was blown harder by this than Kid Rock, Rob Ritchie. Like, Fuck, man, that's yeah. I gotta. The, you guys really you you raised the bar for me. But then he probably gets mad at his band, like. You know, like, what the fuck? Why are we coming up with that stuff? And the band doesn't know what to do because he's the one that's bringing the songs. But he's probably. Yeah. Like, he's like, come on, band. You should be you should you should be expecting more out of me. You know, so he he turns it on. I like thinking about the the uh, I think they're the, called the Beaver or the Brown Trucker. This Brown Trucker band. I think about them more than I should. Um, So, you know, the video is is a micro lit. Uh, walking around on a scantily clad, believe it or not, Pamela Anderson. Right. Um, so let's get to the to the real deal. Pam Anderson, how did you do it? How did how did you get her in in the video? What what happened? We um we actually got asked to do the show VIP. Ah. So uh, they were originally going to use use music for one of the episodes and decided to um to go ahead and write us into the script and we have all these speaking parts and. It's crazy. And we just got to like hang out with her, and, and she was totally cool. And we asked her if she wanted to be in our video. And she said, no, this is beyond hanging out. What, what yeah. you're doing in this video is beyond hanging out. Yeah. We got to check it out. Let's go to the video. She's Here definitely it is. hanging out. World premiere of Lit Miserable. I just love how aggressively stupid everybody in that recording is. Yeah, it's wild that this was TV at one point. Like, this is what TV was. I mean, TV now has its problems, but it is wild that these five dopes could just hang out and not finish a sentence together, and it was, like, huge. And I probably watched that. Yeah. Like, I was probably watching that in the hopes that maybe they're going to play a Strokes video. I don't know. At that right. point, I don't even know what I was even into. You know, like, I, I feel like... But it was still MTV. I was probably like 21, 22 at that point. I was probably, if I was home at my parents' house or whatever, 
I was probably still watching MTV. Maybe. I don't know. There's a chance that I saw that come in live. Right. Um, I do remember ACDC was on TRL in like 2003 doing a all request uh, where they were going to play a song. And I'll never forget this. They're going to play the the people were calling in to vote for which song they wanted to hear. Uh, I think it was shoot to thrill back in black highway to hell. And maybe like, you know, you shook me all night long and Brian Johnson's there. The whole band's there, of course. Uh, and back in black won. and Carson Daly announced it and was just like, let's see who won the, what song ACDC is going to play. And he goes, and it goes back in black. And you see Brian Johnson just go, that's a high one. That's a high one. Like he was just like, he didn't want back and black. To That's win. really funny. It was so high. But I remember, I remember that. Now, a thing that I did just hear too, is that they met because of the, sh- the television show VIP, which I haven't thought of. In a yeah. Very long time. That's like her but, like, post, her post Baywatch kind of syndicated Sunday afternoon spy show, right? Yes. Um, the description is, is four lines. On Wikipedia, okay. See that that's that's what VIP gets. Um, Not VIP a lot of VIP an- fans out there editing that wiki. An action dramedy television series starring Pamela Anderson, created by J.F. Lawton. The series aired in syndication for four seasons from '98 to 2002. So, mm, okay. I mean, you know, you know, but that's good. Good run. Good long run. If that's where you're meeting someone, mm-hmm. if that's where the, the 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 start of this relationship was because Lit was on an episode of VIP, I mean, why are we even talking anymore? I, I mean, that's that's all we really needed to say. But uh, she's in the video. They walk around on her um, scantily clad body. And I just remember, I was like, even that didn't really make me. I was just like, ah, you know. Yeah, it is. It didn't work it's, for me. It's, yeah, it's very green screeny. Um you know, you never, never once believe they're actually on her butt. Um, yeah. And, but the interesting, the kind of the conclusion of this video is her kind of after they just randomly walk around on her for a while, um, she gets fed up with it for some reason and starts to eat them. Now, this is, I, I think this applies to a really specific fetish. I think this is like for a certain type of fetishist this is the ultimate porn i think there is like there are giant women people who love a giant woman i think this manifested uh kind of on the internet um last year ish when the a resident evil game came out that had a giant vampire woman and everybody wanted her to step on them step on me mommy was you know something you might see tweeted about this vampire lady but yeah, this seems to be a like a just a real one to one example of this type of I want to be squashed slash eaten slash humiliated by a giant woman. Um, anyway, so that it kind of I, I I was watching it, you know, for this with that in mind of, oh, you know, this is this kind of goofy 90s relic, 2000s relic with bad special effects, but to someone, this is the height of sexuality. Have we been on this planet for a little too long? 
<laughs> you saying like, maybe it's time for humanity to <laughs> to exit yeah. the planet? I mean, if fifty, year, I mean, the toe people, and you could be a toe person. I don't know, Jordan. You might be a toe person. I'm not a foot guy, but like the, you know, I feel like the foot fetish was like, okay, sure, you know, that's I'll give you that. Sure, it's right down there. Go ahead. You know what I mean? Furries, sure. You know what I mean? Throw on a throw on a chipmunk scoop. Yeah, suit. who doesn't who doesn't like a wolf with a fat ass? Attainable, but like <laughs> to have a fetish of fifty foot women and what are you even gonna do right you know it, it, it is funny because it just it has to stay in the realm of fantasy until you know science creates the enlarging ray or whatever right this is just something that you'll have to express through watching lit videos because yeah right. if you're if you're if you're a toe person you can find somebody who would gladly let you suck on yeah. those little nasties yeah get that dirty filthy rotten thing put yeah. it in your mouth get you them know what I mean? get them tootsies into that gob right and then um, you know all the all the other stuff chance leathers all that stuff yeah and, and go ahead and do it like doable I said, you can get it on amazon absolutely um you know but like if you're into like you know I don't know blue whale stuff. It's not going to work out. <laughs> you know, if you want to, you want to feel that hot baleen chomping down on you. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, filter me like krill. <laughs> Here's the problem I've had with blue whale. Yeah, what's it's your problem with the blue whale? On the planet, biggest animal on the planet. Yeah. Right? Every time you see one on like planet Earth or Attenborough or something like that, they're always just there's no context. They're they're not next to anything. They're just like they yeah. don't look as big as they should, and their fins are kind of lousy. Like they right. have a small fin. Like not a great fin. Got a way better fin. Orca's got a better fin. The blue whale's got kind of like a shitty fin. Doesn't really do much, and it's not breaching out of the water like say a humpback or a gray whale. That's my problem. With blue yeah. Whale. So yeah. Um, again, yeah, I think we can agree. Blue whale, pretty shitty whale. I mean, it, it's it's a baller fucking win. I mean, it's the blue. <laughs> yeah, it's the I biggest. Just a little, I just want a little bit more from it. Sure, you know I understand. I mean? It seems like maybe we're we're kind of developing a little bit of a a little bit of a sweet spot, a little bit of a a fondness. I mean, it is. And when you talk about them like you did next to Kid Rock, which is truly reprehensible music, this mm -hmm. this seems like a kind of charming trifle and like it is and it is something that is not trying to be something other than it is so yeah i mean i think that if you if you if you put this song in this band up against some of the worst music of this age kid rock maybe being the worst or like a um uh or like a nickelback truly putrid they're this doesn't bad. seem so bad. It's yeah, it's, it's kind of fun, you well, know. You got, I don't like know. A, you got to deal with like if you're hanging out with them by the pool. I mean, they're going to be on the grill. They're going to feed. They're going to be on the grill. Birds, the, dogs. There's, yeah, there's going to be. Here's the thing. There's going to be like a a velvet cushy kind of like cozy cozy yeah. that they're using for their Miller Light. You know, you got to deal with that when you but, walk I mean, when you walk into this barbecue. You know, it's been going on for a couple hours. You're showing up a little bit late. You walk in, Popovs are on the grill. They see you come in. They say, hey, and then they underhand you that Miller Lite. You catch it, crack it, 
you're having a great day. And like slow rides on, you know what slow I mean? Slow rides like, on, yeah. Slow, slow ride, yeah. you know? So it's just like, okay, so just remember, you don't mind, nobody minds slow. Slow ride kind of fucking rips. Yeah, slow ride rocks. It's too long, but it rips. So and that uh, on that note, let's go to another commercial. Everyone loves a commercial. So we have a segment that we're going to play, Jordan, um, that Adam uh, put together. And uh, it's called We Don't Come to Your Job, right? Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called, Adam? We Don't Come yeah, to Where You it's Work. It's called I Don't Come to Where You Work, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I Don't Come to Where You Work. And, and this is where we talk about a guy um, you know, that is, uh, should not be stepping in to this, uh, field. So we're going to talk about, are you familiar with, uh, the New York Knickerbockers, uh, owner? Uh, you know, I, I, I was sent a little, um, homework viewing for this segment. So I think I know where you're going, but I, 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 okay. I do need as much context as you can give me for this. Um, so yes, um, as of very recently, I, I mean, I, I guess I'm familiar with the basketball team, but, um, the, I was made aware of their owner and his, um, buffoonery, uh, preparing for this segment, but I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear more about him from you. Well, we've, you know, a lot of you probably have, have heard this uh, through the years, but there is um, a man um, by the name of James Dolan um, who owns the New York Knicks, and he's like a, he's a billionaire, um, and uh, he put together a little blues outfit. So he he's a white man, the white billionaire man that plays the blues, perhaps the <laughs> whitest man. <laughs> perhaps the there are fewer man. whiter men. And, you know, he like, here's the thing, you're a billionaire, you could just buy a bus, and then he just buys himself onto these gigs. So it's kind of like, let's just play a little clip of the, of, uh, of JD and the straight shot. They're called the straight shot. Mm. <laughs> ever been hungry once in his entire <laughs> life yeah his voice is the kind of voice that like a mayor that sings at like events gets up and doesn't ever it's like yeah you know or like you know your friend karaoke this like, is like yeah good, this is like pretty good karaoke dad's old garage band plays a couple songs at his daughter's wedding Mm -hmm. like this and it's is like oh my god chip's getting back up there hey yeah, okay there. right but meanwhile he's got a harmonica in his back pocket because he's like he's ready he's gonna you rip. know yeah oh. I, I i'm and so maybe i get the and i i'm not a musical person so I'd, I'd be interested to hear from you so his the the backing band of of 
attractive young people that he has. You're talking about the straight shot. Talking about the straight shot. Yeah. JD, of course, the lead singer, the straight shot, of course, the backing band. Are these like credible, good musicians who are just doing this for the most craven paycheck in the world? I don't know enough about them, but I would say, yes, they are. I mean, they listen, musician. My dad told me this. He's a guitar player. Very young age. He told me that watch your shit. Musicians are a notch below carnies. (laughs) And that's kind of like, we'll do anything. So these guys um, are probably all serious, you know, really good. And then here we go. They got this offer coming in. The guy's paying 400 bucks a day. They're going to take it. Yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And I, I, I do not begrudge them that just like I don't exactly. begrudge lit their <laughs> pool party right. hit. Um, yeah. Listen, I, I'm i I'm a writer. I've worked for some truly evil companies um, mm-hmm. just to keep my health insurance going. I get it. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So he he actually puts the straight shot on to like the opening bill of Madison square garden. Yeah. I was reading their, their Wikipedia page and yeah, he's this, this, (laughs) yeah, this weird karaoke vanity project, um, has like opened for some huge, some huge acts. And there's something in the Wikipedia page that was, um, for his employees, their, their attendance at his shows is, is encouraged and expected. (laughs) <laughs> expected Ex- encouraged and expected so we encourage oh, you to that's... do it but also we expect you to do it yeah so it seems like uh uh yeah people if you work for this guy you just have to come sit through his weird um yeah his weird blues karaoke seeing him in the hallway the next day at work you're also encouraged and expected to tell him how awesome you guys rocked and you have to wear your t-shirt that you got at the merch stand your jd in the straight shot (laughs) tour shirt yeah the straight shot can you imagine like man i thought the you know i thought like stevie ray vaughn double trouble i always hated that name double trouble (laughs) and it just makes me it, it just that drum sounded double trouble and like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then like the fabulous Thunderbirds, like these are tough names, it, but that's where straight shots coming from. But can you imagine going to see you two at Madison square garden, your favorite band? Like I love, you know, people are like, I love you too. Sure. And they're going to go here. Like- Sunday bloody Sunday like serious fucking yeah. song and then you great song. you like oh who's this band that Bono's probably like friends with and you hear like which sounds like every Alaska show on the Discovery Channel on the Discovery yeah Channel, you know what I mean on this next Alaskan fisherman or this move that's I mean that's I think of for, when we're, if we're talking reality show soundtracks, that's Guy Fieri pulling up to the diner. That's what that is, right? But that's also <laughs> or the Sig drive Hansen. in or the dive, or Sig Hansen on the Northwestern. And sure. Jimmy is cat, and he's up there in Dutch Harbor. Mm-hmm. You know, forty miles off of Dutch Harbor, Sig Hansen. Um, and it's so Hagar. crazy that this guy is singing songs about like working in a mine. It's like, no, you, come on. <laughs> I love the poverty porn aspect of it. Yeah, totally. Uh, this is my impression of how like an earthy of the people guy would dress with like my little pork pie hat and and my scarfs and and whatever. And like th- this is his impression of like a folksy bluesman. Sure. Uh, and 
I I wonder how different this is from his regular day to day. Like, if you see James Dolan in the office, is that a different persona than JD? The JD. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's 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 probably a hat. I would imagine the fedora comes on, he becomes JD. Right. You know, <laughs> to signifier. I'm JD now. Yeah, so that you know who you're talking a to. Tough, weather worn man who's seen some shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, here's the thing: he's on that TV. The, what you just played was something from like some AOL session or whatever, but it was pro shot. You know, it, it looks great. You're a kid that starts playing music. Like I've always thought of it. Like you know, a band. One of the one of the hallmarks of a band making it is you you get on a TV show, right? So yeah. it's like you get on Conan as in the nineties and you know, you get on Letterman, all those things you get on Seth Myers. Now you get on whatever. And that's when you know that you're getting somewhere. This guy just like bought his way on to something that looks like that. But what he should really do is just like get in the tour bus and just go and play church picnics, like in like Berwick, yeah. Pennsylvania and like Altoona and Toledo. And just like, because that's, you know, he sounds like a church picnic band. So he should actually go on a church picnic tour, but bring the bus. I love it. You know? And have, an, or have a really intense rider for that church picnic. Right. Yeah. Like he's spending so much money to get to these gigs. But, you know, those are the gigs that he actually could play because he's worse than most acoustic duos that you hear. But yeah, and like the band does not get paid, but all the potato salad you can eat. Right. They can just take handfuls of potato salad. Yeah, I know. It's like this is something that you his employees should maybe have to suffer through at the Christmas party. Like that that's the level that this is like they should get to like roll their eyes and kind of dick on him behind his back at the company Christmas party. But this is not something that should be foisted on people who paid to see you, too. I mean, here's the thing. If you if he was good, let's let's just let's just sure. play it out. Right? If he was good. That would be an interesting situation. Wouldn't it? Like, what if he really was good? Like, what if he was awesome? He's this billionaire, you know, asshole. Uh, but he comes out and it's like he's he sounds like Howlin' Wolf. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow. <laughs> well, it's a good is a good analog to this. Um, Steve Martin, right? Like Steve Martin took up I guess he's always played the banjo, but he like started releasing like bluegrassy. Mm -hmm. albums kind of late in life and i think when he like tours or does like you know talks at lincoln center or whatever he will have a kind of maybe similar group of like credible bluegrass people who mm -hmm. maybe bluegrass scenesters know about come out yeah. and like back him up but i guess i'm under the impression that steve martin is maybe actually good um I don't know. I would love a I would love a bluegrass fan's opinion of that. But I think there are versions of this where it's just like, yeah, he's kind of just good at it and you know. Oh, he's he's got some chops. I don't think that he's like a virtuoso, but okay. he's got chops that will be um now I'm not entirely sure, but just from watching him do his stuff. I mean, he's got some pretty nice roles. He's got those good banjo rolls down and stuff like that. And the thing with bluegrass is that, you know, if you people just want to play solos. So if you okay. can hold down a tune and you could rip a little bit, you can get guys that will just come. Oh, yeah, I'll play another solo. OK, yeah, I'll play another solo. Yeah, I'll play another solo. OK, yeah, let's keep going. And you're Steve Martin. So but he he is good. Like this isn't like, a, you know, 
Johnny Depp Hollywood vampires situation where like oh my god the Hollywood vampires yeah Alex Cooper and Joe Perry want to feel twenty years younger right you know what I mean and I wonder if they know that Depp's Depp's kind of fallen off a little bit I mean I, I th- wonder I think that I think just like when they stopped paying attention to pop culture he was the coolest guy in history Pirates of the Caribbean were was just out and he was yeah like, I, that was like when he was at his ultimate. Where like he had the '90s stuff, he had he was eating Gilbert Grape, he had every right. scissor. He was like cool, culty. Then he comes out, does that amazing Keith Richardsy kind of thing, sure. and now and he's still looking cool and he's still looking good. And then that's when they were like, "We got a jam with this guy. Got right? a jam got with jam. this guy. We got a jam with this guy. We could <laughs> tie our Joe scarves Perry. together." Joe Perry says that he's actually no, he's pretty good at guitar. Pretty good. Like Joe Perry says, he's good at guitar. Oh yeah, he's, he's, and Johnny's actually he's like, I love playing with that band. Um, so he's got Joe Perry saying it. Whatever, everything's terrible. Listen, Jordan, thanks for being on the show. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. And hey, we're yeah. kind of the Hollywood vampires of podcasting here, aren't we? Just yeah, we are. Just fucking two legends getting together and fucking jamming. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, it, that's the thing. Joe Perry calls, and he already calls the Hollywood vampires the vampires. Wow. You know? <laughs> that's got to be a future episode of the show, right? If you haven't done it already. Yeah, all of the people that cut off their own name of their own bands. I'm like, you named it the Hollywood vampires. Just call, if you yeah. want it to be the vampires, just call it the vampires. Jordan, will you plug my stuff? My Instagram is at the Pathfinity Show. Sure. Hey, if you're on Instagram, follow the Patfinity Show. Yep, and on Twitter, I don't tweet that much though. Will you tell him that? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't tweet that much, but follow him, follow him there too for the, the occasional Pat update. Show. Yep. And uh if you want to uh email the show, it's uh songstinkpod at gmail.com. Can you tell him that? Yeah, yeah sure. Songstinkspod at gmail.com. It's a great place to uh to let Pat know about uh what you think of the show and and and, and suggest some future topics, maybe. Now you I, want me to open up with that? Is that too much? No, that was good. Okay. I have a question yeah. for you that I was just uh, I've been dying to ask this entire episode. Sure. Your your podcast, uh you've got two correct uh, uh yes i have uh, just just the one podcast is ongoing jordan jesse go but a couple years ago yeah. i did a scripted podcast called bubble that is still out there it is a sci-fi comedy with a lot of your uh favorite comedy folks doing voices you got an allison becker and eliza skinner a keith powell a christella alonzo um yeah it's kind of a funny dystopian sci-fi story that podcast is out there and there's also now a graphic novel of bubble that i co-wrote with sarah morgan art by the great tony cliff um yeah that you can get uh wherever you get your books and comics we are nominated for two eisner awards by the time this comes out we will either have lost or won those awards so uh you know keep an eye out for that information well here's the congrats thank and you and sorry man hey thank, thank you and thank you yeah. i i appreciate right. Both the congratulations and the condolences. Uh, yeah, so Bubble, it's a podcast uh, and a graphic novel. Jordan, you're a wonderful person. You're a lifer oh, in this world of arts and uh, entertainment, aren't That's you? That's true, yeah. And, uh, and, and I I'm didn't choose this it. life. It chose me. It's a weird life, but you got to do it, you right? Must. You're just you must. You must. stuff, and you'll, you'll have some dark days because there's dark days with the arts. But you know what? Absolutely. You're going to persevere. I like this person a lot. I'm glad I got to know him. I'm, I'm, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. This was We're a blast. Thank off. you. 
I'd like to thank producer. Thank you so much for being on. Let's thank producer Adam Levin. And uh, it was produced by him and by me. What makes this song stink podcast? Let's get the fuck out of here. Thanks a lot, Jordan. Appreciate it. A podcast network.